Welcome to this podcast brought to you by Agriculture Victoria and Mallee Sustainable Farming through funding from the Victorian Government's 2019-20 Drought Support Package. What should you look for when buying feed? Well, apparently quite a bit if you want to get the best for your livestock. For as little as $60, you can get a feed report that in the long run can save you a lot of money. Livestock Extension Officer Erica Shellforst joined me in the AgVic studio to explain what to look for in a feed report and why you should get it done in the first place. Feed testing is essential to help determine the suitability and determine a ration that meets the needs of your livestock. So going along and having a bit of a gander at it just really doesn't cut the mustard then, I'm guessing. No, because feeds can vary quite a lot with regards to their energy and their protein levels. You can get a bit of a feel of what your grains may be at with regards to protein when you're submitting them after harvest time. However, energy and protein can vary quite a bit with regards to feeds such as hay and straw. So when you get feed tested, what are you actually looking for? What are the components that are most important that a primary producer should be worrying about? I'm I'm guessing energy would be one of them. Energy is the number one item that people should be looking at. So the main components of your feed are your energy, your protein and your fibre. These are the three items that you can look at and then analyse on a dry matter basis. We look at a dry matter basis because if you try to compare grain, for example, compared to silage, one is quite dry, one is quite wet, and it's really hard to compare them like that unless we change them into a dry matter basis. So the main component that you would feed test for is energy, and that's the thing that drives animals' maintenance, its production, and its reproduction. And then crude proteins right up there as well. It's needed for essential microbial action in the rumen and it drives production. Well, just taking one step back, Eric, first of all, how do you go about getting a feed report? So what you do is you take a sample of your feed, whether it's a grain or a hay, and you send that off to a feed testing company. You don't need too much um, feed to send them. You just send them via the post. and they analyse that feed and they they send you back a report. So you've sent it off and you've got a report back from the company that's analysed it and you've already mentioned there's several key components and you said one the most important one is energy. What What is that report going to, what, what sort of information is that going to say about the energy level of your feed and how do you interpret that? Yeah, sure. It's energy is expressed as megajoules per kilogram of dry matter. So it's already been placed into the dry matter basis for you. So you don't need to calculate that yourself. What it tells you is when you know your energy requirements of your stock, which changes based on their class, whether they're a dry animal or a pregnant animal, lactating or a young animal, You can then compare how much energy is in that feed and whether that meets the requirement of the animal depending on its status. Erica, how do you interpret the results that you've got, especially if you're comparing different sources of feed and the energy levels in those? What 
we do is we compare feeds on an energy basis. And this puts all the feeds on a level playing field. This way you can accurately or objectively compare purchasing a wheat or a barley or an alternative feed such as oranges on an even basis. And we look at energy because that is the main product that fuels an animal either for maintenance, production or reproduction. And we look at that on a cost per cent basis of dry matter. So when we get a feed test back, you can have a look at its energy of particular feeds, say, for example, a grain versus a hay. And you can run a, a short little calculation and compare how much energy you will receive from that feed on a cost per megajoule basis. Wheat, for example, has a higher energy than hay um, and therefore can provide more energy to the livestock that you're feeding compared to a hay. And therefore, even though it tends to be a lot more expensive to purchase than a hay, it is cheaper on a cost per megajoule basis overall because it provides more energy to the animal than a hay will. You mentioned several other components and you're going to get details from in terms of the analysis. Protein, what are you looking for in there? Proteins comes back as as crude protein and similar to energy, your animals have different requirements for protein depending on their status, whether they're dry, pregnant, lactating or a young animal. Younger animals and lactating ewes tend to have a higher requirement for protein compared to a dry animal. And so you can have a look at your feed and you can work out, is there enough protein in that feed to meet the requirement of my animal depending on its status. Another element you mentioned was fibre. What do you need to consider in terms of fibre content? Fibre is important for the diet of an animal as well and it comes back and is reported as effective roughage and this should at least make up 10% of a ration for animals that are in stock containments for example. Fibre is used to maintain proper rumen function and too little fibre can result in acidosis when you're feeding high grain diets to animals. What about the safety of the feed? What sort of assurances should you be seeking that this feed is going to be safe for your livestock? So when sourcing feeds, you could ask for a feed analysis before you buy it. However, there's a lot of farmers that just purchase off farm and a feed test is not normally available. However, you could get a sample yourself and test it before deciding whether to buy. Or you could also ask for a commodity vendor declaration from the person that you're buying the feed from. And um, when you get the feed, it is also worth taking a sample yourself and getting a test done on that so that you can fine tune your rations and you know exactly then how much energy protein is in that feed that you've sourced so that you can match that to your livestock requirements. In terms of that commodity declaration form, that should say that, look, it's free of pesticide, herbicide or any other factor that may be detrimental to my livestock. Yes, absolutely. And um, it's worthwhile getting something like that because 
If feed comes in that's got a withholding period on it, that could impact growing lambs, for example, that you've earmarked for export. Livestock Extension Officer Erica Shellforce, thank you very much for your time in joining me in the Agriculture Victoria studio. Thank you very much, Drew. The information provided in this podcast is of a general nature and may not be wholly appropriate for your purposes or situation. We recommend that you seek appropriate professional advice before implementing actions based on information provided in this podcast.